Be Wealthy and Smart, episode number 238. Step into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about the Fed rate hikes and what it means to the economy and to your investments. This is something that we don't hear a lot of the description behind the scenes. We hear a lot of news about the Fed and a lot of news about the rate hikes and a lot of noise about it, but I'm going to share with you an article and then my impression on why this is so important right now and what you need to know about it. Because the jobs number just came in really strong, and that is another justification for the Fed to raise interest rates by a quarter of a percent, or what's known as 25 basis points. Each basis point is 0.01%, so 25 basis points is 0.25%. So we have the gross domestic product down from 1.9% in the fourth quarter to an estimated 1.2% growth rate this quarter. So that's not a good trend to be down over half a percent in one quarter. It shows that the economy is already slowing and raising interest rates creates a slower economy. It creates a slowing effect on the economy. So for the Fed to be raising rates in the face of the economy slowing, well, that's just not a good thing. Now, some people may be asking, well, what about all these things that President Trump is doing? Isn't that bringing on new jobs and stimulating the economy, etc.? Well, there is a significant lag effect of what President Trump wants to do and when that shows up in the gross domestic product. And so while some of these new jobs might be from things he directly was involved in, uh, there are also things coming, you know, for example, his spending stimulus, building the wall, the infrastructure plan, none of that's been approved yet. So once that gets approved, then it takes time to actually start funding it and start seeing it showing up in the gross domestic product. So there is a significant lag effect between what President Trump's stimulus plan is going to be and when we start seeing that in the gross domestic product. So in the meantime, right now, we have a slowing economy and we have the Federal Reserve raising interest rates. So I wanted to share with you an article I found on Reuters that talked about what's going on with the Fed raising rates. And I thought this would be a good thing to look at to talk about what is going on. So the headline is, Strong U.S. Jobs Growth, Rising Wages Set Stage for Fed Rate Hike. And here's the article. U.S. employers hired workers at a robust pace in February, beating expectations, and wages grinded higher, which could give the Federal Reserve the green light to raise interest rates next week despite slowing economic growth. 
Non-farm payrolls increased by 235,000 jobs last month as the construction sector recorded its largest gain in nearly 10 years due to unseasonably warm weather, the Labor Department said on Friday. January's employment gains were revised up to 238,000 from the previously reported 227,000. Fed Chair Janet Yellen signaled last week that the U.S. Central Bank would likely hike interest rates at its March 14-15 policy meeting. Job gains averaged 209,000 per month over the past three months, well above the 75 to 100,000 needed to keep up with growth in the working age population. The report seals the deal for a rate hike next week. The labor market is where the Fed wants it to be, said Gus Foucher, deputy chief economist at PNC Financial in Pittsburgh. Last month's brisk clip of hiring was accompanied by steady wage growth with average hourly earnings rising 6 cents or 0.2%. January's wage growth was revised up to 0.2% from the previous 0.1% gain. That lifted the year-on-year increase in wages to 2.8% from the 2.6% in January. The unemployment rate fell one-tenth of a percentage point to 4.7%, even as more people rushed into the labor market, encouraged by the hiring spree. Economists had forecast employment increasing by 190,000 jobs last month. U.S. stocks rose, but gains were curbed by the prospect of higher borrowing costs. The dollar, DXY, fell against a basket of currencies amid disappointment that wages were only growing gradually. The greenback was also hurt by news that the European Central Bank had discussed the possibility of raising interest rates before the end of its quantitative easing program. Prices for U.S. government bonds rose, with the yield on the benchmark 10-year Treasury note retreating from a 12-week high. With the labor market near full employment, Wage growth could speed up as companies are forced to raise compensation to retain employees and attract skilled workers. A proxy for take-home pay rose a solid 0.5% in February. The annual wage increase is close to the 3% to 3.5% range that economists say is needed to lift inflation to the Fed's 2% target. Inflation is already firming in part as commodities prices rise. Rising inflation together with a tighter labor market, stock market boom, and a strengthening global economy has left some economists expecting that the Fed could raise rates much faster than currently anticipated by financial markets. The U.S. Central Bank lifted its benchmark overnight rate in December and has forecast three interest rate increases for 2017. We continue to expect the Fed to raise its policy rate by an above consensus four times this year, said Paul Ashworth, chief U.S. economist at Capital Economics in Toronto. Job growth has averaged more than 186,000 per month since January 2010, while Donald Trump's victory in last November's presidential election sparked a stock market rally and jumps in consumer and business confidence, there has been no surge in either business or consumer spending. Data ranging from trade to consumer and business spending suggests the economy slowed further earlier in the first quarter after growing at a 1.9% annualized rate in the final three months of 2016. The Atlanta Fed is forecasting gross domestic product growing at a 1.2% rate this quarter. It's important to remember that President Trump inherited an economy that was already making steady progress toward full employment, said Elise Gould, a senior economist at the Economic Policy Institute in Washington. 
The labor force participation rate, or the share of working age Americans who are employed or at least looking for a job, increased one-tenth of a percentage point to 63% in February, the highest level since March 2016. The employment-to-population ratio rose to an eight-year high of 60% from 59.9% in January. A broad measure of unemployment that includes people who want to work but have given up searching and those working part-time because they cannot find full-time employment fell two-tenths of a percentage point to 9.2% last month. All sectors of the economy, with the exception of retail and utilities, expanded payrolls in February. Manufacturing employment increased 28,000, the largest gain since August 2013, as rising oil prices fuel demand for machinery. Construction payrolls surged 58,000, the biggest increase since March 2007, as warmer weather pulled forward hiring at building and civil engineering sites. The mining sector added 7,700 jobs last month, led by oil field hiring. Mining employment has risen by 20,000 jobs since October. Retail sector employment fell 26,000, the biggest decline since December 2012 after a gain of 39,900 jobs in January. Retailers, including JCPenney and Macy's, have announced thousands of layoffs as they shift toward online sales and scale back on brick-and-mortar operations. Utilities shed 1,000 jobs last month because of the milder weather. Government payrolls increased by 8,000 jobs, with federal employment rising 2,300 despite a freeze on the hiring of civilian workers that went into effect in January. So there you have it. (laughs) That's the whole report on jobs and probably more than you even wanted to know about jobs. But the important takeaway from this is that the Fed is going to be raising interest rates in the face of a declining gross domestic product. When you raise interest rates, that always is a headwind on the economy. It's slow, it, it, what it is is it's raising the price of money. It's raising the price of borrowing. So people who are going to borrow are going to have to pay more money for a mortgage, more money for a car loan, more money for anything that is tied to uh, a Fed rate that, the, that is controlled by the Federal Reserve. So you're going to see interest rates go up. And in fact, in anticipation of the Fed raising rates, the market is already moving rates up. And so we're already seeing that. So we're basically at a 90% level of assurance that the Fed is going to raise rates this Wednesday. So just something to keep your eye on and be aware of that raising interest rates does slow the economy. And the fact that the Fed is talking about doing that three to four times this year means that it is going to have a slowing effect on the economy. And that's something that we need to be watching because that will impact certain sectors in the stock market, certain stocks, uh, certainly companies that make their money by selling homes and things like that may see a decline in sales. We'll see how this all shakes out. But it is something to keep your eye on and be aware of that The Fed raising interest rates does have a slowing effect on the economy. I will post this article over on the show notes page on my website at lyndapjones.com, podcast number 238. So if you want to see the full article that I read, it's over there. And if you haven't yet left a review for me on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, I would love to hear from you. Love to hear feedback. That makes my day and makes it all worthwhile. Please also subscribe to the show and tell your friends about it. 
And if you haven't yet gone to get your 11 quick financial tips to boost your wealth, go on over to my website at lindapjones.com and pick up your free PDF that gives you 11 quick things to get your net worth moving in the right direction today. That's all for now. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.